Olivia Wilde met Harry Styles on the set of a movie she was directing. He was the star. Her notes continued in his dressing room where she directed him to drop his pants. Olivia was married to actor Jason Sudeikis. Old Ted Lasso, we've now learned he was tipped to their fling by her Apple Watch. How did this happen and how can you avoid it? If you are of the fooling around variety, and we hope that you're not, we'll share some tips so that this doesn't happen to you. Late in the episode, we ring pot peep general Lee John. I got to ask the general, I gotta know, if they tore a statue down during BLM. And an unplanned early 2000s country music sing-along that you will jump right into. This segment will probably cost us the podcast because, well, we're not supposed to play music. But rules were made to be broken. Right, Hans and Carl Appen? Let's get underway. Episode 307, Cadillac Jack, my second act. Start, 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 start. Now. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act, podcasting my second act, because prior to January 2020, I did nothing but radio. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends. We have conversations about current events and pop culture and trends and uh, music and country music and live music and music of all kinds. Plus, endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, personal growth. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, I have perfected the art of, of when dealing, actually, used to, I was going to say when just dealing with my, with like things that are coming up, like, um, or like, okay, it used to just be like kid related, but now it's just everything. I have perfected RBF, which as you know, stands for resting biatch face. Okay. okay. So I'll give you a perfect example. This weekend, our children, um, as we said last weekend, I was with Olivia, our 19-year-old, Will, our 23-year-old, and Charlotte, our 16-year-old. So we go to uh, drop Fudge the cat, which if you're new here, we dropped off a cat. Um, let me explain to you a little bit just before I get to my resting bitch face, because I have that for Fudge too. Have you ever driven a cat? Okay, I have driven two cats in a former life to Maine, and they went under the, um, literally from Georgia to Maine, and they went under the were seat. Were they Maine Coon cats? No, but they were tailless cats, but they went under the seat, and they would not come out, like for a week once I got them there. Listen, they, they, they're, they're, they're safe there. They feel safe, and they're comfortable, yeah. and just let them stay. But, I mean, it was freezing in Maine. Listen, so, if, if they yeah. get cold, they'll get out. So, the person that I moved to Maine with, my ex-husband, um, got a broom, and like, Jiggled him out. Right, how'd that work? It was fine. He got him out. Okay. So, driving Fudge, um, Fudge did great. However, he wanted to sit on my lap the entire time and look out the window. And at one point, we went through the Wendy's drive through and Fudge, I'm going to give you the picture for the uh, um, letter this weekend. Sure. Fudge is in the back seat with his paws up, basically ordering a Frosty. Hmm. Okay. And as I rolled up to the window, I heard the fella that was like running the drive through go, that's a kitty cat in the back seat. Yeah, most people travel with dogs and things. And that's a right. kitty cat in the backseat. And all these people came over to the window to see Fudge. And he just stood there. Anywho, so I dropped him off. Here's where the resting bitch face comes in. Okay, when your kids go away, everyone has told me that they like, sometimes they get tattoos, they get, they change their hair color, they do all this different stuff because they are finally free of the confines of you telling them what they can right, wear so and what they can do. So I arrive to drop Fudge off, and 
Olivia and shows up because we're dropping him at Jack's apartment because you can't have a cat in a dorm, as I've said to everyone. Um, and so I go inside and Olivia's hair is purple. Okay. It's blonde. Time out, time out. out. Uh-huh. Uh, when we moved her to UT, I'm colorblind, so I have to I have to rely on other people to help me with colors. When we moved her to UT, she had just dyed at what color? It was blonde. So this is a different color. Yeah, and it was blonde. Her hair is blonde. Purple now. It's got some purple. Yep, a little purple. And Charlotte, who knows me well and is 16, looks at me, and I won't look at her. And I'm looking straight ahead, and I, you know, I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you. And her's fudgy, and da, da, da. And they're excited to see us. Give Jack a big hug. That's her boyfriend. Give you a little big hug. And I say, oh my God, I love your hair. And she's like, thanks, mom. Everyone loves it. Okay. And so. Does this bother you? Scene. You know what? It doesn't. Well, kind of, because she has beautiful blonde hair. And when you're like, when your hair's gray, like mine gets gray now. Every now and then I have to, you know, every now and then I got to color it like every uh, yeah, three weeks it gets gray a lot. But anyway, um, you just like yearn for like that perfect virgin hair on your head that hasn't been colored or. Maybe she's 19, you're 55. Okay, thank you, hon. Well, but I mean, come on. I mean, that's, you don't have virgin blonde hair. You're here hair. all week. But I you guess. don't have virgin blonde hair. You don't have virgin no, anything. I'm, I'm not, 55. Okay, I'm saying. Own it. I'm saying, I do own it. I'm saying for her. Like, you don't want their hair to be all colored and fried, and they've got this great hair. That's what I'm saying. Had nothing to do with my age or my hair or anything like that. I'm saying her hair okay. is, like, beautiful blonde, and it's like, why? Well, why? because she's making, a, she's making a statement. Yes, she's making a statement. I don't know what it is. What is that statement, do you think? Well, I don't know. And then when we went to Dollywood... That's a whole other podcast. Wow, for that's quite day. a statement. That's yeah. a statement. About that is I, another I, podcast. I, I, I think I've only heard you. Could that come out of your mouth one other time in your life? I love Dollywood. I've told you this before because Dollywood is a park that is run by the elderly, happy elderly people. Not so elderly that they can't push the button and get you up the hill on the Screaming Eagle, but just elderly enough that they're friendly. Like when you go there and you get put in your seat, you're like, "Am I buckled?" They're like, "Oh yes," and let me check you again. You're in there. You're good, honey. You go to Six Flags, you're like, am I buckled? They're like, I don't know. Let's play that out. Let's play okay. the scene. How, okay, how's it going to go with Six Flags? You're on the, uh, the Thunder. The okay, you ask me. Uh, excuse me, sir, ma'am. Am, am I buckled incorrectly? According I don't to know. Policy, according to Six Flags over Georgia policy. I don't know. Are you? Okay. Uh, you work here, do you not, sir? And off you go. You're gone without a belt. I'm you're, telling you're not fastened. And everything at, at Dollywood is clean. The bathrooms are gorgeous. There's no, you don't have to beg the person beside you for like a sliver okay, speaking of, of which, toilet paper. Speaking of which, speaking of which, I'm coming back from Nashville Saturday midday. Where's okay? this going? I stop at the Arby's outside of Chattanooga. Mm. I go into the restaurant to wash my hands, take a leak before I you know, get my order and then head back on the road. And I hear the shuffling in the the um, the uh, stall next the to stall. you. Well, I'm, I'm just at a urinal, Donna. That's the way. Here we go we again. Just whip out our Peters and, and just let go. it go. Yep, because y'all are animals. And so, but I, I hear some some ruffling around in the in the stall, and then this voice says, "Sir," I'm like, "Well, shit, where's this going?" He says, "Would you mind going up front and telling them that I need some toilet paper?" Please? Stop. Yes, that's what. Okay, so you're in the urinal, but he's in because he's, he's doing behind me. He's, he's doing, doing number, number two. two. He's okay, doing I got two. I guess he needs toilet paper for some reason. I said, of course I will. Uh, which, what do you think I did? I, I walked straight to my car and left. And, and what? Southbound 75. Bound. Oh my God. I'm he's not, still no, sitting in there. I doubt that. But, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a runner. I'm not a TP runner. 
But when you need toilet paper, you need it. You know, I offered him a paper towel. Okay, you're not going to wipe your rear okay, end with a listen, paper towel. Listen, you get what you get. You get what you get. I, I, I offered and you don't a pitch fix. It. I offered a fix. Wipe enough to get to the front yourself. Oh my god! Uh, wipe oh with a towel. Wipe with a paper towel. Wash your hands. Get to the front. Ask him for toilet paper. Then That's go back a lot. That's a heavy ask. Up. Okay, but, it's, but right, it was for him to ask me that. No, probably. it's a heavy ask to ask him to wipe his rear end with okay. with a, a heavier, paper towel. It's a heavier ask to ask me to go to the front and ask for toilet paper for you. Oh my god. Well, didn't any, mean to interrupt. Sorry. Anyways, the bathrooms at, at um, Dollywood are beautiful. The rides are insane. There's like really scary roller coasters there, which these kids just get me on. I don't even know what I'm getting on. I told Olivia at one point, I said, I think I've lost a shoe. I think I went black. Like, I think I've passed out and I think I lost my shoe. She's like, Mom, you're fine. You know, but anyways, so I digress. While we're on the Screaming Eagle, which goes 72 miles an hour, um, she's some, the kid behind us says, What do you think he says? Um, I love your hair. The purple hair, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. How was the young man? He's like her age, yeah. so I'm like, here we go. Well, Even he, if, he knew that, that you were her her mother, and he's yeah. trying to he's trying to uh, to to like to fill, join in. Fill the uh, what do they call when he signed it? He's trying to fill the petition. Mm. What he's trying to do. Well, anyway, here's what I've learned. You know what? When you can dress them in the little bows and the smocks dresses and all that stuff, you better just dress them up. I mean, 24-7. All they ever do. Like tights. You remember how I used to have, like, I would yep. lay out because you had to. Oh, my God, I had to dress them. You had to dress Olivia them to when you did afternoons on the radio. And you would always be like, please, Jesus, don't let it be a tight stay. Well, on many days, it would be a tight stay, according to your notes. And it would actually not become a tight stay. Mm. They all survived, right? They're breathing today. You know, that's interesting because when I would pick them up, I'd be like, Where's the, where, where are the, the tights? tights? And they said, well, they, they came with any. And I always thought it was the daycare that was not putting them back well, on. Were they stealing tights? Well, just like when they took them, you know, when they changed their diapers or something, they're like, we're not putting these damn tights back on. But in fact, it was you. Well, I said that at home before I got them there. I said, I'm not putting these damn tights on. That was me that said that. And it carries over because not only did you not want to put on the, your children's tights, you don't want to help this man out. Nor do I want to wear tights. So, there you go. It's, it comes full circle during the podcast. I One Direction, led by Harry Styles, or led it, led, lead it. Once, Harry Styles was the lead singer. So, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles and One Direction have been together for, what, a couple of years now, we think? Uh, I don't think that long. Not that long, no? It kind of started when the movie started. Okay, and so she was directing a movie that Harry was in. Correct. All right, and the movie, the name of the movie was... um, um, something Lorena. darling. Yeah, something darling. Something mm-hmm. darling. So she was married to Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. You know, you know him, Jason S. You know him from Saturday Night Live. You know him from uh, a lot of movies. Very funny guy. I've always liked him. Very funny movie. Uh, actor, rather. All right. What do you think about him, Jason S.? What do you think? <sighs> I liked him until he served papers on her at okay, but, an but, event. Okay. Well, we'll get, we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Okay. We've we've also come on uh, kettle black. Come on. Um. So don't worry, darling. Is the, the movie that she produced. All right. How about some movies that uh, he's been in, if you don't mind? Well, he's in, um, he is in everyone's favorite show. Um, um, uh, uh, Ted Lasso. Yes. Okay. So. And they made a very cute couple, and they have kids. Jason and Olivia were married, happily, we assume, never know. While Olivia Wilde is directing Harry Styles on set, she's also directing him in his trailer. And the directions are, take your pants down. Okay, I Harry don't know Styles. about that. That's what the okay. directions are. Okay, no, I don't think that. And Harry takes his pants down and his Peter out. And next thing you know, oh my God. she's left her husband high and dry with the kids. Huh. And she's a 10-year difference, 36 years old. She is, he's 26, I believe. 
and they're they're gone. They are gone like the wind. What does Montgomery Gentry sing on? Gone, gone like, like a, a freight, freight train. train. Gone like yesterday. That's not true. She's still taking care of her kids. She's not gone like a freight train. So we now know. We being page six of the New York Post. We we now know what, what we now know that 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 he became aware of this uh, these these acting classes outside of of the movie set because of her Apple Watch. Dun 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 dun. I've heard I've I've had some friends say to me before that there there have been uh, some indiscretions that have been discovered using the Apple Watch. Let's let's explain to you why so that you this doesn't happen to you. How about just don't cheat? I don't have an Apple Watch, so I don't know, but I think this is what happens. You have to go in and manually delete a text message from the watch and from your e from your phone, I guess, your Correct. iPhone. So there's not one button that, that does both deletes. You have to manually delete both, right? So you have to delete each text message twice. Correct, which Apple refuses to solve this problem, and this is why... I, every probably two years, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get an Apple Watch again because I want to see how many steps I'm taking. I want to, it'll be better. I want to carry my phone around. The problem is it sends you over the edge because you delete your emails and your text on your phone and then you go in and you've got to double do it. Why do you think Apple doesn't allow a simple fix? I have talked to these people at the Apple store a million times because they're, they say that they are completely, and they are like, you know, original um, Apple watches, the phone had to be super close. And now they they consider them their own devices. So what happens is people get lazy deleting messages, especially the shady kind, on your Apple watch. And Olivia Wilde left it at home one day. And Jason, I guess, scrolls through the Apple watch and sees text messages where Harry Styles is talking about different things as a sheep racy text messages the nanny shows up and jason's in a cry ball and and he, he says that olivia has left them this is his claim of course uh that, that olivia wilde had left he and the kids and she had run off with harry styles in one direction and he refused to allow anyone in the home to listen to harry styles or one direction okay none of that is in this not thing a, it's in the book okay it's in the book read the book okay all right some more some more background on the, the manny he also claims in the book that um well he's suing them he said he wasn't paid, so well, he is someone who has a, a okay, beef. Okay, could be, could be, could be. We'll let the courts decide that, all right? And I will also say that both Olivia and Jason have come out together. Interesting that they have done that. I thought that was very well, interesting. Well, because he is potentially going to leak things that could hurt them well, as parents. could be, could be, could be. So the nanny, the manny claims that one day Jason S. threw himself under Olivia Wilde's car to stop her from leaving to go see Harry. The Manny also claims that one time Jason S. knew that she was going to see Harry because she was making her special salad. And she salad was going dressing. To, she, she was going to toss it with Harry. Oh, my God. Okay. Salad and, dressing. And, and so uh, she made this salad, he says, and, and she made her special dressing. And she's leaving with her salad to have dinner with Harry. That's what Jason, the Manny claims that Jason said to the Manny. Turned even uglier. When Olivia Wilde was publicly served legal papers in April while she was talking on a panel at uh, CinemaCon, which I guess is like a Comic-Con or a, what are they called, the, the upfronts in New York? Yeah, and I don't have, I mean, like, you're right. We have done something, you know, we have served papers, and sometimes you have to get papers served. It's not that. I think they didn't have to do it to her on stage. Well, we, yeah, we had papers served, if I recall, uh, on, uh, at a church on Easter Sunday. Not at a church. 
at a home. That's different than you're on stage. I don't know if any of it's different. Who knows at this point? What's different? Well, I think it's different than if you're on stage doing a presentation and the person walks up to her and says, Easter Sunday? Well, you're in your home. I thought Todd jumped out of the bush in front of the church. No. That never happened. I don't know. When I was at Dollywood, you're like, how is she going to wrap this into Dollywood? Let me just tell you. Seriously, other than you who had a watch, an Apple watch at Dollywood. Because there were all of these signs. And you know how you and I have said, if you have to, if a a sign sign has, and I'm talking, these are professional signs. That's the other thing about Dollywood. Like they, the entrances to every ride, they're sort of Disney-esque. It's not like Dollar. just, no, I'm telling you, it's not, somebody's going to write in and back me up on how great Dollywood is. Uh, Dollywood's fantastic. I love, it's I, not I, like, I, I it's not like um, Six Flags where they have gum all over the yeah. thing. Like, yeah. no, they have like entrances. Oh, it's definitely an upgrade from Six Flags. Oh, it's a big upgrade. But anyways, there are all these signs and they say, if you have an Apple watch, yes. then you have to put your watch on airplane mode. Yes. And I didn't have my watch, but Olivia did because otherwise with the, and she said, I haven't updated it, so it won't do it. I said, well, go ahead and put on a, on airplane just in case, but it will call because of the craziness of these roller coasters. I think you're having a heart attack. Or you've crashed. Yeah. Uh, car and, crash. Yes. And so the new Apple watches call and phones will call someone if they think that or call 911. And so. There was just a story about this the other day on like Good Morning America about how these call centers have been deluged with people who are just like skiing or, again, on roller coasters or whatever. What about um, what about sex? I don't know about that. Because wasn't there a um? I don't mean I don't know about that in general, but I mean what, I just what, don't. What, wasn't there a um? Wasn't there a story about some sort of tech, like a phone or a watch or something that? People knew that their partners were cheating on them because their heart rate at 3 a.m. would shoot through the roof. Uh, and and I have to, I'll have I'll research that. I'll, next episode, we'll get back on that. We'll get back to that topic. Yeah, or I mean, I guess it could call, um, if you were having vigorous sex, it could call 911 or something. I don't know. Call 911? Yeah. Well, but that's my point, though, is if you're shaking a lot, you know, and, and things are going crazy, I, I mean, is that something? I mean, I've said, did you know, are you not aware of this? Seriously, where... It's the truth. I'll, I'll research it. I wouldn't it. know. I'll research it. Okay. Um, here is, um, let's do a timeline of, of Harry Styles and his many loves. All right. He dated, um, who all has Harry dated? He, or should we just move on to the next segment? He's dated Taylor Sw- He has dated Taylor Swift. He dated Taylor Swift. Matter of fact, she opened the Grammys uh, in 2013, and she she kind of threw him some shade. Um, well, they had a, they had like a tumultuous relationship. You know, he, um, Are We Out of the Woods Yet is supposedly about when they, you know, he overturned this um, snowmobile thing. And, you know, there was a time when the labels, their respective camps and labels did not want people to think that they were dating. Um, so, it, uh, yeah, it, just craziness. You forget how long the two of them dated. Well, this was 2013. Yeah. Uh, Taylor opening the Grammy Awards, 55th Annual Grammy Awards in 2013. So he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm busy opening up the Grammys. And we're never getting back together. Like ever. Like ever. So uh, who else is Harry styled? Well, I mean, you know, that he supposedly uh, betted his drummer, Sarah. There's a, that, you know, that's always a big deal um, when they when he introduces her in the band and everything. There's still, she still travels? She's part of the band? Yeah. I don't, or, and and there was a, there's a male guitar player that supposedly he hooked up with too. Right. Because, you know, we don't. 
sometimes there's been a mystique about Harry, although what not she wants, what she wants. W- although not really. I don't know that he's ever really officially. You know, there was a lot of talk about him dating um, the other guy from One Direction. There's, you know, there were ton- there was tons of. I'm going to get like caught in the middle of something. There was tons of rumors about him. Um, because that that was supposedly one of the reasons why One Direction broke up is because there was a lot of tension and there were these two were sleeping together. Who was it? I'll get with you on that one. He also dated Kendall Jenner. Yes, from uh, the the Kardashian clan. Because you know they met on the X Factor, so that's where they were all kind of put together. So with, they were individuals before One D. I didn't know that. Yes. So I then they kind the of put them, and so what happened was um, Simon Cowell put them all together. I did not know that. Yes, to create One Direction, and so. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Supposedly he also dated Gigi Hadid. And he continues his residency. You and Charlotte, our 16-year-old, saw him in Austin, Texas, uh, two weeks ago. Yes, and everyone is always at each show on full-on Olivia watch because she is always, like, grooving and dancing to his music and, um, you know, yeah. He's in Chicago. Uh, I think his final show's in Chicago maybe this week, and then he goes to L.A. to do 17 shows. Wow. In L.A. Uh, this week in Chicago, someone threw a beer bottle at mm. him, and it hit him in the in the hairy. Oh. Here, here is that moment from on stage in Chicago just this week. It's very unseasonable. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. <laughs> okay, shake it off. Shake it off, he says. Reference to Taylor. Anyway, for the rest of the show. <laughs> when you hear the ding, the bong, that's where it's when it hit. It's very unseasonable. Right there in the front. How about that? Very He's unfortunate, the best. he says. Very unfortunate, he, he is says. the best. Again, just pure happiness. I don't care who he dates. We are fans of locally owned small businesses. There's a small family-owned business in Coweta County, in Sharpsburg, Georgia, which is about five miles from Alan Jackson's hometown of Noonan. Laura and Justin Gibson own a, uh, owned a bakery. They still own a bakery called Heirloom Bakery and Market. And you're seeing them on Channel 2 this week. Yeah, I just saw a story on them earlier. One of the things that they're talking about, I know you covered it in your story so beautifully. You did a great job with it. Um, is a lot of, they gave space to local Artisans, um, artisans. 60 of them, 60 and so those people have They've also been displaced as lost well. Lost everything. Their inventory, yeah. their paycheck. They lost everything. Yes. And and so there was a fire on Wednesday, September twenty first, about five thirty in the afternoon during afternoon rush hour. Uh, this this structure where the bakery and, and marketplace were located, were housed, was a twenty two thousand square foot structure that was made entirely of yellow pine. Mm. So it burnt quick. Um, when it happened, the day that it happened, I called my general manager, uh, Joel, and I said, I said, Mr. Willis, I said, listen, this is when, when local radio, not major market, big, big time, big city radio, they don't, they don't touch stuff like this. This is when local radio on a smaller level shines. And this is where we need to get involved. I said, I, I don't know what I want to do, but I want to, I want to help. I, you know, I mean, I didn't even know the names of the people that owned the place at the time. So Laura and Justin Gibson bought Heirloom Bakery, uh, back in, uh, right three months before the pandemic hit. So it was uh, October of 2019, I believe. Um, so they had to deal with the pandemic, and now they're dealing with the fire. They have four beautiful kids, ages six months to seven years old. They are two of the most God-fearing people I've ever met in my life. I met them for the first time last week. I met them at uh, the bakery, which has been burnt to the ground. The only place that, that you could find a spot to sit was on a side porch 
basically. Uh, it was a side porch. It had rocking chairs that, that survived the fire. And we sat there and we rocked for about three hours. And we talked about life. And we talked about kids. And we talked about uh, God. And we talked about loss. And we talked about devastation. And we talked about the pandemic. But, but more than anything, we talked about their faith. And this week on the radio show, I'm, I'm, I'm airing uh, two-minute segments uh, with our conversations with uh, Justin and, and, and Laura Gibson. Next episode, Tuesday episode next week, I'll share those uh, conversations with you here during the podcast. But uh, here is you a, a preview of what's to come in the next episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. I spent the afternoon with Laura and Justin at what's left of Heirloom this week. Devastating. Yeah. In so many ways, mentally, physically, financially. On the other side of this wall is our bakery where we made our donuts okay. and our cakes and everything. And we can't even access that because everything just fell Collapsed. on top of it. Next week, we'll walk through the building with Laura and Justin. A 22,000 square foot structure made entirely of yellow pine, which explains why it burned like a tinderbox. Even if you could wipe the smoke off, you can't remove it from the smell. For sure, because it's so strong, it's so pungent. Even but, if you stand here, it's just... Yeah. When they bought Heirloom back in 2019, right before the pandemic hit, they put everything they had into it. But right now, their biggest concern, the employees, the 35 employees that they have. There was no time to, to like, wallow. There are people who are depending on us. Laura became most emotional during our visit when speaking about the Trinity Christian Lions football team. Like, to run to a fire, to run to danger. Literally. That just speaks of their character. Trinity Christian was having football practice when the fire broke out. Two of the firefighters showed up the next day to check on us. One of them came up, and he started tearing up, and he was like, those those kids that came, the football players that ran down, he's like, they don't know what that meant to us. And the fire was scary, I would say. I mean, it was big. Justin was a firefighter for seven years in Coweta and Fayette County. He understands the task that these young student athletes, these young men did. Having to take the hose and flake it out and get it hooked up to a hydrant and establish the water, it, it, it drains you quickly. I know how much of a help that was and how, you know, how much energy and time you just saved. And then you were able to help get the water going faster and then help, you know, be able to eventually, you know, put the fire out. It's a story of loss and, and devastation, faith, goodwill, and determination. It's a very inspiring story next week. Laura and Justin Gibson. Your, your faith had to have been tested, Laura, during this period, right? He, he's bigger than any situation that we'll ever experience. He'll test you every now and then. He He'll does. Test you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he definitely will. I got nothing to worry about when you're by my side. The Heirloom Bakery Marketplace is right in front of the, the property touches. They, they share several property lines with Trinity Christian School. Uh, Trinity Christian last year won the Private 1A State Football Championship here in Georgia. Uh, the, we mentioned it in the in the clip there, but uh, next week or next episode, you'll hear the entire conversation about how they were involved and the role that the football team had. They were having football practice done on the field, and they saw smoke, and they saw flames, and they dropped everything. This, this entire football team, led by Coach Kenny Dallas, a legendary football coach, and they ran down, and they helped the Noonan Fire officials and the in the, the Coweta County Fire and Rescue. That's the big the biggest challenge for any fire is finding water to to put it out or to contain the fire. The student athletes on this football team at uh, Trinity Christian, the Lions, they were the ones that were running the hose for these firefighters. So they could then focus on fighting the fire. They could they could save their energy 
from from not having to run hose 200 yards, a five-foot heavy, cumbersome hose uh, for 200 yards. And they had been already practicing They've been, they've been at school all day. They've been at school all day and then practice football. There's not a favorite part to a story like this because there is no good part. But I, I, I do love that element to the story because – I think your first inclination, if you are around a group of teenagers sometimes, would be to think that they're going to bring their phone out and what? Uh, d- uh, film it for TikTok. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Stand by and just sort of, you know, wow, you know. But the fact that they ran straight into that, you know, to see if they needed help. Uh, his mantra to his teams for years since he started coaching out of college, Donna, has been there are two types of people in the world. Those that run towards the fire and those that run away from the fire. And on September 21st, his student athletes on the football team at Trinity Christian ran towards the fire. Is there a greater picture to paint Yeah. than it actually happening? I wonder how much him, you know, saying that as part, like you saying that has, is his mantra. I wonder how much, like, I wonder if any of those kids literally said in their mind, we this run is exactly what coach says. Could be. Locally owned small businesses. We're all about them. This podcast, Gallery Furniture, 1600, Brownsburg Road, Gainesville is another. Same location over 40 years, over 40 years. Uh, Wolfman, Donna's father, Ask for the Wolfman, uh, you know, opened gallery furniture over 40 years ago. And it continues in the same family as a small business, locally owned small business today. Well, and it takes a lot of grit and determination to run a family business. It just does. Um, there are things that don't go well in the beginning, and there's things that start to go really well. And then, just like this story, there are things that take a turn. And Donna and them have certainly had their struggles along the way. You know, her father was such an important part of the business that it was a huge loss when he passed away. And I think a lot of people questioned whether the business could sustain itself and whether it could continue to go on after he was gone because he was such a larger-than-life personality, and he really was gallery furniture, although she was always at his side as his kind of sidekick, I say. Um, He really was the business. And I'm so proud of Donna because I think it's the exact same thing we were just talking about, that for the legacy of her father, but also for the people who depended on her and depended on her father for paychecks and the suppliers and the people that sold there and the people of Gainesville, quite frankly, that bought furniture and that where he had helped businesses out through the years. Um, When you lose um, you know, and I don't mean this bad because if, if a sonic closes up, certainly people lose their jobs, but you know what? They'll open another fast food restaurant there. Um, when a local business, something happens to it or it closes, it can really scar the heart of the city that it's in. And in the reverse way, that's why we have always on this podcast partnered with local businesses, because even if you're listening to this podcast and we've said this a million times and you live in a different city, most of the businesses we work with, you can still work with. And if there's not a gallery furniture that's right around your corner, guess what? There's probably someone in your neck of the woods that's a local business that has the same type of philosophy. And that you cannot recreate in a big box retailer. You just can't. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Be one of the first 100 follows at Ask for Wolfman Furniture on Instagram. You could score a brand new recliner valued at over $300 from Gallery Furniture. There's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Sometimes it made me dance. Sometimes it made me cry. Sometimes it made me wish that I never said Fred Eldridge. Song is about you is Donna's ad to the Spotify Hype Song playlist for this episode of Cadillac Jack My Singer. 
You know, I was looking. I uh, was looking at the playlist, and I don't know that we have a lot of Brett Eldridge. I love him. I'm a big fan. Always have. Um, so this song was off um, the album, the same name, "Songs About You." It was released in 2022, and you know he's got that kind of cool, uh, you know, vibe. He's got that kind of jazz. He always thing. has though. He always has. Yeah, he's got that kind of jazz thing going on. Yeah. He he's always done the um, Christmas concert, and. Um, just does a great job and nice guy, super nice guy. But I love the song, good song. And it's basically about just uh, when you've been with someone for a long time that, you know, different songs. You could literally walk into it. You could be having a great day, and you could walk into a store and, just hit a wall. and they play a song that reminds you of something you did with someone or right, somewhere right. you were. Somewhere been. Yep, and it just like stops you in your tracks. Thursday. All right, Donna's adding Brett Eldridge to the Spotify Heights on playlist. I'm going to yield my ad, Donna, to a pod peep coming up this episode named General Lee John. I mean that name. Who's a pod peep of this uh, this podcast? Reached out on the voicemail text line. Is he like a Civil it, War it person? Not, I don't know what he is. I, I, I sent him a text that we're going to call you. Does he have a cannon? Ready or not, here we come. Oh, you ask all of those questions and more. Okay. End of this episode. Pod peep, General Lee Jackson. I mean, that sounds that like what, you know what that sounds like. That sounds like one of those um, statues that they tore down during BLM. That, and it also sounds like one of those. Um, like when you go to, what's that place, the, the Natty Wall Nature Center, and that little thing waddles out to tell us if we're going to have a long... Okay, it's, it's the Yellow River Game Ranch here yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, and like Little are we going to have winter like for it's, 52 it's more weeks? Grant, Grant Beauregard Lee. That, that sounds like him. But that is him. He's a, he's, a, he's a beaver or something. No, he's not a beaver. I love a beaver. He's a ferret. He's a, no, he's not a ferret. No, I do love a ferret. A an ferret. oxen. He's no, an oxen. Okay. Can you stop for a minute? He is a groundhog. That's it. It's Groundhog Day, Donna. Yes. Hello? Yes. Jeez. He's not a ferret. Golly. He's not a beaver. All right, ABC, Beauty and the Beast has added Shania Twain. Did you know they're doing this? December 15th, the live, uh, another, you know, it was kind of like they did um, Good Times and oh, yeah. a bunch of those shows. Yep. Carrie Underwood did one. What was it she did? Um, uh, the Hills Are Alive. Oh, it was The Sound of Music. Sound of music. Yes. And then John Legend did one with um, yes, he did. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So this year, uh, ABC has tapped uh, the producers for uh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I love it. What's she going to play, Belle? Uh, she's playing Mrs. Potts. I was going to say, she seems a little old to play Belle. Not that there's Mrs. anything Potts. wrong with that. She could Mrs. be an older Potts. Belle. Older Should Belle. I tweet some unbelievably honored and excited and all of the emotions to announce that I will be joining the cast of Beauty and the Beast to play the part of my favorite character, Mrs. Potts. Who's playing the Beast? Uh, look in the notes. It's um, Martin Short is playing Lumineer. He's French. He's the one that carries the little... David Allen Greer, he's everywhere, isn't he? Yeah. He is playing... Um, I couldn't tell you. Mm. He's in it, though. Okay. Grammy winner, Her, is playing Bill. Okay, I like that. Uh, Josh Groban is the Beast. Oh. Joshua Henry also stars. Wait, Josh Groban. Uh, is he the one that sings? He's a thin, the thin guy with the, 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 the... Okay, not to be confused with Josh Grayson. Josh Grayson is the country singer. The, the, Who sings yeah. 21, 22, da, 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 da. Something one. like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. That had a couple, a couple of uh, songs. Breaker, like, Breaker, One, Nine. Okay, that, that or it could have been uh, the Convoy song from uh, C.W. McCall. Yeah, but that's the one he sings. I'm sad. Oh, hang on, let's find this, Josh Grayson, because this is going to drive me crazy. We have talked about Josh Grayson in a previous we, we pod. Have? Yes, and it sent me over the edge because I could not think of the song he sings, but it's Breaker Breaker. Okay, that's, that's C.W. McCall's Convoy. Yeah. Got nothing to lose. That was the song. Yeah, okay, play that one. Okay, well, hang on. Isn't that the Breaker Breaker? Oh, yeah, if I recall, he was 40. There we go. Breaker Breaker 19. She's a big old bird. He's driving a truck. Damn. I got nothing to lose. Yeah, he's driving that big old truck. Breaker, breaker, one nine. I'm driving a big bird in his tank top. I'm a 
gonna tell you something. Yeah, that's, tank top. that's what I'm gonna that going back to my trucking days. This is the song I swear that got me going. Let me hear that. Let's hear that. Um, we can't. We're gonna get a subpoena. We can't. Can we just not hear that one more time? The breaker, breaker. A big old bird or a big old turd? Flirt. Flirt. Flirt oh, okay, yeah. So he, I was thinking he's driving the big old bird. I, you know, I driving a bird. Well, like that's what they call the truck. Like break a bird, mush a big old bird, and the bird's coming through. I've never heard that before in my life, and I don't have a whole lot of experience with truckers. But I've, I've never, I've never heard that before in my life. That there's a bluebird bus, a school bus, it's a, a bluebird maybe. Did that be it? I don't know. I'm going to look he, up the lyrics. I'll, he, he I will tell Street. you. He was on Disney Records. That's why we yes. used to do everything with him when we were owned by Disney. And was he a Marine? Yes, he Okay, was. this Decorated. is all Decorated coming Marine. back to me now. Yes. From He's from American Idol. Yes. Yeah. He was in the years with Kelly Pickler. Which, do you even remember that she was on American Idol? It's crazy. Yeah. The first, time Danny, she ever heard, she, first time she ever heard her song on the radio, I played it for her. Okay, right Danny Gokley. Gokey, remember him? Yeah, I do not. He became like a um, Christian singer, singer. Casey James, Carrie Underwood, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Breaker, breaker, one, nine. I told you, I knew it. I just couldn't get it all together. Let's name that tune real quick. You ready? Huh? Let's name that tune. You ready? Um, Let's do, okay, what female? uh, What's the name of the female artist on this record? Three notes. Um, Could be one of two. Okay. Could be one of two. Okay, that is Uh when, it's very sad. Uh, It is. uh, is That that is, okay, here we go. Is that Alison Krauss? Yes, it is, Donna. Well done. Okay. Well done. Uh, three for the win. Three for the win. Oh, my God. Um, we still have to do your what do you do well things. Okay, we'll get to that. Let's see. We're going to go with... Okay, here we go. How many notes you want? A few. A few. Was that seven? I- I'm tired, yeah. Okay. I know this one. Um, okay. hang, is, that, uh, is that Leanne Womack? No. Okay, hit, hit me again. Okay. Uh, Can you give me a little more? Uh, no. First name is Jamie. Oh, Jamie uh, O'Neill. Jamie O'Neill, well done. Well done. Yeah, I remember it's not this. Tammy Cochran. Something about angels. Tammy Cochran. Is it something about angels? Not close. She's never from a oh yeah, but she's still an angel because she's raising those damn kids. Somebody's hero. Yep, somebody's hero. Jamie O'Neill. Maybe that one. And I'm telling you, if you're raising toddlers, you pulled someone from a burning building. This is the other Jamie O'Neill song. Let me just give you this, just for... When I think about changing, I think about changing. Sing it. thinking about you. When I think about heaven, man, I think about angels. When I think about angels, I think about you. Okay, now I'm gonna tell you something. I, this is taking me back to a place. I know. When we well, were in country, it was, well, it was good. It was good years of country music. A lot on. of good years. We Seriously. were in country radio. Life you, you was didn't good. Play there was not a stiff record. We were printing money. Uh, here, is her name Jamie O'Neill? Yes. Damn, she had some hits. Listen to this one. I forgot all about this. One. What's the name of this one? She had her little catalog back in the nineties. Is that about when they die? When I die? When you go to die. Something Mark Wills is on this playlist on Spotify. What playlist? 2000s country? Buddy Jewel, help pour out the rain. Bless him. Oh my lord, where is he now? Remember those? He'd wear those jeans? Yes. He was like Luke Combs before Luke Combs. He's doing a lot of that indeed. Bless his heart. Wow. 
I take that back about the stiff record. Custom made to order. These breaches were not. Um, let's see. All right, we got to stop. We're going to get, more. We're gonna get we're fired. Gonna get, we're going to get a cease and desist. One more. Oh, we're sorry. Carl and, Carl and Hans are just they're, they're, spinning. They're spinning right now. One more for because you didn't get your third one. This is for the Okay, winner. here we go. For the winner. winner takes all. All right, I'm ready. Um, I'm going to go with the one. I'm just going to find it. Just going to find it. Just gonna find okay. It. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. You ready? Ready. Winner takes all. And we're done with this episode. Here we go. Four notes in the beginning. Here you go. That's tricky. Is Hit it? me again. Okay. That's like a bum bum ba dum. She sings with Willie Nelson, my favorite Willie Nelson song of all time. Mendocino County Line. Liam Womack. Donna Jack. Yes. Donna Jack is hot. What have we not done since we just did 10 minutes of name that tune? Well, we need, to, we need to go back over because, as I've said, people are... This is your focus group, right? My focus group of three is very clear. That what? That you don't do a damn thing around the house. But what do you do? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, because you're constantly saying, not even just around the house, but you're like, I don't, uh, I don't drink water. I haven't I, I run. I've had water since fourth grade field day. I haven't run. I don't like uh, people. Lo- people. Um, let's see. Pets. Well, you love pets. Uh, some, some. I don't like the, the orange cat. Um, I thought that this weekend when y'all were gone, that I got rid of him. I found I, him in the basement. I found him in the basement. I mean, he, he came back to the basement of all places. Uh, I, I but I don't think you let him down there because I don't want people to get mad at you and think that you like aren't oh, not no, kind I, to animals. He can open doors, so I think he let himself in there. Could be. And we'll go with that. Um, all right. What else? What, what can I do to find? What do yes. you mean? What can I do? I said I'm, I'm a fill, 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 um, philanthropic. I'm that. I'm mm. very giving with my time. What else? I'm a good. I'm a good driver. Uh, I'm a good. I'm a good cook. I'm a good listener. Okay. No, uh, you're not. No, I mean I'll give wow. you the grilling and the, yes, I will give you grilling. Uh, you're you're a good cook. I will give you that. And you're what was the first one? I'm a giver of my time. Okay, we've already done that one in the last episode. But you are not a, you're not a good listener. You get bored just like you get bored at games and and want to leave at halftime. You get bored with listening. Yeah. Okay. When, right. when, when are we doing your list again? I don't know. What what else? Give me another one. Did I do? Yeah. What do I do? I um... this is not negative that people just want to know like what do you consider like what are your strengths. My you, strengths are, um, um, we're out of time. Okay. We're out of time. We're do you like time. to decorate for the holidays? I do. No. no. Okay. No. Do you like carolers? No. I, 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 my mother, uh, one time she was down here for the holidays and somebody came around caroling and I threw her in the pantry and pulled the door shut and turned off the lights. And we sat in there for 20 minutes smoking cigarettes until the carolers had passed. Trick or treaters? Absolutely not. I'll turn my light out and, and and sit in my car. What else? Y'all, that's true. I don't make shit up. I am who I am. Did I send you this pot peep, Don? Uh, who? Uh, this general we're calling right now. I don't believe so. General John Lee, I think. A general? Name. Well, sort of. I think. John Lee? He sounds like he's like, he was like in the olden times. General Lee John, actually, is his name. Okay. I didn't send you this. No. So this is blind for you. Yeah, great. Probably your brother. Number six. Seven. Okay, right, I, get a, I get a message on the uh, podcast text line. I'm going to read you the message from General Lee John. All right. He writes, uh, I'm listening to Thursday's podcast and heard y'all say Blake Shelton was quitting the voice after 23 seasons. I instantly started thinking that show hasn't been on that long. Then the investigation started. And I was right. It started in 2001, and he was there for 12 years. If you take 12 and 11 and put them together, you get 23. 
Look, it's in the wrong show. I swear I couldn't make this up. Okay, what's he talking about? Well, I went down a rabbit hole of thought. I said to myself, heck, has Blake even been known to the general public for 23 years? I will tell you, it did seem like a long time okay, when you said that though, to me. There's a very simple answer to it's this. It's two seasons. Thank you. There are multiple seasons a year. Okay. It's not 23 years. We were very clear. It's 23 seasons. Well, I didn't get general involved General Lee John. Okay, I'm not, I don't want him to shoot his musket toward me. So, let me this finish, is you. Let me finish here. Uh, answer is no. He launched with Austin 22 years ago. Anyway, I believe y'all just said that to make sure people are listening. Well, I know I am. Ah, I love that. Love you guys. And come eat a steak with me and my wife at Brothers in Villarica sometime. I'm coming. Talk with y'all later. General Lee John. Get him on the phone. Pop, I just tried. We'll try one more time. Maybe send me a text. Hang on. Did you text him? I did, Donald, before we started recording. Okay. Hang on. Stand by. Uh, voicemail text line. Voicemail text line. Uh-oh. What is that? Who's playing the piano? Not me. I don't know how. Well, that's not him. I don't know who that was that called me. Oh, oh God. I just called the wrong number. Oh, God. Okay, I got his number here. Hang on. General Lee John, I hope. Or his wife. Maybe they may be out eating. A steak in Villarica somewhere. If we don't get him this episode, we'll catch him Thursday. Hello. Uh, it's Cadillac Jack calling you on the telephone. Who is this? This is John. It's John, Don. Oh, General Lee John, I should say. That's General, Gen- General, General Lee, Lee John. John. Not General John Lee. General Lee John. You're a pod peep for this episode of the podcast. Wait, uh, I have a question. General, Don has a question. Are you General Lee or are you generally John? Get it? Well, I have a few people that call me that because I have a General Lee. Oh. oh. oh the Dukes of Hazard? I love it. I love that. We have a dog named Roscoe P. Coltrane. Yes. What's your wife's name? Ashley, she's right here beside me. She, we got you on speaker. Okay. Hey, Ashley. Hi. What are you doing? Laying in bed. All right, okay, listen, now listen, we're gonna move on. We're gonna this move is on a PG-rated. The, the sun just set, and they're already in bed, Donna. PG-rated So I wanted, I wanted to clear something up, General uh, Lee John, in Villarica, Georgia. Um, well, I just read, excuse me, I just read the message that you left about Blake Shelton. Uh, and it yeah. was, it's not 23 years, it's 23 seasons, and there are two seasons in every year. Oh, okay. So that, that yes, yes. However, when you wrote this, I love this. I believe y'all just said that to make sure people are listening. Well, I know I am, Donna. That's what uh, General, I love that. General Lee John wrote. <laughs> How long have you been listening to the podcast? Oh, since y'all started it. Are you embarrassed by the things he says sometimes? Okay, Donna, that's not fair. Well, I agree with I agree with most of them. See? Oh, there Thank we go. You. Okay, that's that's there General, we go. General Lee John. Well, listen, I just wanted to reach out. We wanted to thank you for listening to the podcast. Yes. It means the world to us. Tell three friends about it, and uh, y'all go do what you were doing before we interrupted when we called. And uh, keep in <laughs> touch, and we'd love to join you out there for a steak at uh, Brothers in Villarica. We are, and we're going to take the general lead. We're going to ride in the oh general God, that lead. That is so much fun. Yes, yes. Hey, take care of yourself. Stay in touch. Thank you for listening, and I uh, just wanted to clear that up for you, okay? All right, appreciate All right, it. take Bye. care now. Bye, Bye, Ashley. Night. Bye, Ashley. Bye-bye. All right, there you go, Donna. Okay. Okay, what are they doing in the bed at 730 at night? What, what, what most are not. What most are not, I bet. Which is what? Um, they're just uh, tinkering with their torquers. Good That's Lord. Okay, did you understand what I was saying to him? Are you General Lee? John. John. Like, Gen- uh, General Lee. Like General Lee. General Lee. Okay. G-E-N-E-R-A-L-L-Y. Yes, yes General Lee John. It. I got it. Or I General got it. Lee John. I got it. Okay, got whatever. Cadillac Jack. Audio for this episode from a shit ton of 90s country artists and 2000 country artists. So many that we can't even give them credit. So they're going to really come for us. Other audio, though, from, uh, let's uh, check the notes here. One Direction and Columbia Records. Harry Styles on Instagram. The Recording Academy. Jamie O'Neill, Universal Music Group. Leanne Womack, MCA Records, Nashville. Josh Grayson, Lyric Street. Brett Eldridge, Warner Music, Nashville. There you go. That's that. 
Our thanks to executive producers Hans Appen and Carl Appen. Production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. Part of the Appen Podcast Network. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Hey, Donna, guess what? Guess what? You ready, Donna? Guess who's here? <laughs> Bubba the Bear. From the Bear 92.5. <laughs> He's sticking his tongue out of you. <laughs>